0: Alright, love of the links, we're back again. This is Brendan Elliott, DJ Professional with Jordan Jones. Welcome back everybody. We are going to talk more instruction based this week, but we do want to give a shout out to local boy Matt Coocher. <laughs> Cooch with the big W in Hawaii. Uh that was quite a performance. Actually there's quite a few good performances in the Hawaii swing. Uh but but Cooch is somebody I don't know if we talked about him yet. But it's Nice to see him get off to a quick start this year. Yeah, because he's he's always the kind of guy that's just right there, but not always getting the W's. Right. So I think this could be the start of big things this season
1: for him. You he's, know, he's just such a great like great person, and even in defeat or victory, he's just he's always the same. He's so well held. He held, holds himself to a very high standard. Mm-hmm. And he and he's funny too.
0: What well, was it was it last fall he won some event and uh I think his his son was one of his kids was up at the the mics with him after the with the during the press conference after he won and and somebody asked him about not winning in a while or something and he goes, Suck it <laughs> or something like that. Well you can pull up the clip on there, but it was funny and it was it's just that that You don't expect that from a golfer in an interview. Yeah. We doing like, WWE or something. Right. There. <laughs> but, yeah, good job, Matt Cooch, who was uh, born and raised in Central Florida here. Um, so that was a cool win. I know JD that does a lot of the, did the club repair at school and taught you. And yeah. And he's a legend in this area. Uh, he knows Cooch pretty well and did That's work right. on his clubs and stuff. I remember stuff. him telling stories. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting. I showed up today uh, in this new life that I have again. Uh, without being constrained to a nine to five, uh, and I came to the golf course early in the morning. My one of my new students, there was a misunderstanding. Thought I was going to have a lesson at nine. Uh, we're going to start that in a couple weeks. But I'm like, well, hell, I'm here. I never hit golf balls, and I text you, Jordan. That I'm going to go to the back of the range and hit some balls. And what was my reaction? It, it was the- shocked. The shock emoji. <laughs> I've never figured that emoji out either. The ones with the hands on the face and like the cold head or something. Is that what that looks like? Kind of. <laughs> so, yeah, I hit some balls. And we had mentioned this last week that PGA golf pros and golf instructors typically don't play very much. Most of them. There's right. some that do that have, you know, always been good players, but there's quite a few of us that have to work hard to keep our games up and and it's not like when we're giving lessons that we can't you know show the right technique and and apply it um it's just that we just don't get out on the golf course very much right so it's, it was
1: it was cool hitting balls this, this morning it's it's funny cuz people always say once once we tell them that we're golf instructors and whatnot oh you must be really good at golf well mm-hmm. yeah i mean a lot of times we are pretty good but people don't understand that we really don't get a lot of time to practice because we are coaching our students Mm -hmm. and I've made it a point already for this year in 2019 to really try to start practicing a little more for myself and playing a little more for myself and it's definitely off to a good start I got to play 18 holes with you and coach Alex last Monday which went really well Mm -hmm. and uh, I ended up playing nine holes with a a high schooler that I was helping last week on Wednesday Um, just kind of helped him on the range and he wanted to go out and play a few holes so we went out and played some holes and mm-hmm. I'm just really trying to force myself to go out and practice and play more and it's, it's already showing in my game yeah and I uh I was not as shocked of how you played last week um but
0: more so how sh- I was shocked how I played yeah um for me to go out and break 80 is I'm usually right around there, you know, 84 to 78-ish. Right. But to go out there and not struggle
1: so bad, actually the first... I was going to say, the first few holes, two, it wasn't really struggle, but you knew you could have done a little better, so yeah. you, you knew that score could have been even a little lower. Mm-hmm. But a 77, I'll take it when I never practice. Right. It, and it, it was never kind of played. the same for, for all of us. We were We weren't playing terrible, but we were also just making bogey a bogey here or there when it should have been a par Mm -hmm. and those you don't realize it but they add up i mean i ended up shooting a 74 and that was with an eagle and three birdies Mm -hmm. so it just shows to how many kind of scattered bogeys were in there that you don't really realize until the round's over
0: yeah and and that kind of goes to what i wanted to talk about today what we talked about before we started um, this podcast um golf and and people know this but golf is so largely about two things in my mind routine or finding a good routine and your state of mind so how, how many times does the average golfer regardless of what their handicap is they go out there and start bad uh, you
1: you know what the result's going to be in most cases. Well, it, I was going to say in most cases because that's actually I have an example of that yesterday um, during our PJ Junior League off season practice. We had a, a young boy, Easton, who was really struggling with his chipping when mm. we were practicing chipping, and he kind of he really had a rough go at it and he kind of broke down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But dad kind of talked to him and we talked to him and I fixed one thing with his grip. And we went over and did some full swing before we hit the course and it was like he was a completely new kid once we fixed his his grip because we fixed something he stopped thinking about how bad he did chipping and he mm-hmm. just started swinging the club and he he hit the ball really well yesterday yeah and and, and that's a good example of you know
0: state of mind still and I guess I, I'll, I'll take a couple steps back I had talked about right mentioned starting off bad and around the golf if you can catch yourself or you can go back to fundamentals. Because really, everything goes back to fundamentals. Posture grip alignment. Um, but from a state of mind, you, you can fix those things pretty quick. And it could be something so small,
1: you know? Right. No, yeah, I, I catch myself all the time uh, if I hit a bad shot and I happen to have somebody that filmed it on the range or on the course, I notice, oh, my my alignment was off or my posture was off and it's you don't really you can't really feel that Mm -hmm. when you're you're swinging and you're kind of working on something else but it's it's nice to see that on film and then be able to go back and change that one little thing and hit three golf balls again and you're fixed Mm -hmm. and what what was the thing you were talking to me about before we started recording about one of our students (laughs) uh as i got here to get set up for some lessons yesterday one of our students was on the range practicing our student friend and she was really struggling, and Dad, actually, as I was getting there, was walking past the practice screen and said that he was fired. <laughs> so he he just went over and sat down over by the clubhouse. So once I set up, I went over to see Bryn and kind of just went, wanted to talk to her quick and tell her what I was seeing. And I just told her one, one little thing. I told her she just needed to slow down a little bit and focus on getting through the ball. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched about five shots and told her I'd leave her alone. Went back over to talk to Dad, and we were looking, and all of a sudden she's swinging nice, smooth tempo down through the ball, getting through that golf ball, and she hit probably a good 10 shots in a row exactly how she wanted to. Mm -hmm. But you you guys were away from the situation. We were letting her figure it out. Once Mm -hmm. we kind of told her, we wanted getting away from her so she wasn't hearing it over and over again, Mm -hmm. letting her kind of just work it out on her own. You know, it's interesting. I was thinking about that on the way here, being that I... Um, was going
0: to have a new student today. And one of the things I talk about early early on with a student that's just starting to work with me is, is I'm trying to teach you to understand your game so you can get to the point where you can figure stuff out when the wheels start to fall off, you know, because it, it's much better for someone to be able to do that themselves, especially a kid, than to have mom or dad that may not be... As involved in the lessons or what's going on with the coach during a, a practice session and have that student be able to take a step back and say okay this is what coach Brendan or coach Jordan and I were talking about the last time we got together and then you fix it right and I think that's helped Brenton for sure that's helped her a ton as she's able to
1: understand what her tendencies are and it also goes back to talking about brennan brenton what do those two do more than a lot of any of our students practice practice they're mm-hmm. they are out here at the golf course all the time and if they're not here at the golf course they're out in their front yard it, it was funny i played with Jaden, one of our students last
0: weekend and his mom was joking around with him to watch Bretton's uh instagram profile because she posts almost every day her doing something golf related yep and I, I know kids are busy. I know as a parent that we're busy, the kids are busy. So getting to the golf course every day might be difficult, but you, you don't have to necessarily do a practice session at the golf
1: course. You can do it, you know, at home on rolling Brent, putts right. on the rug. Brenton's constantly hitting off of into a net at home off of her uh, impact board, or she's putting inside. She's or e- even using her orange whip trainer, mm-hmm. just constantly working on her swing. And that's why she's progressing as, as quickly as she is. And now she does if you ask her, she doesn't think she's progressing that quickly, but. Yeah, but like you were saying, look at her Instagram from the other day, her pitch shots, she was sticking right next to the hole.
0: Mhm. Yep. And it, you know, as you say that, I was thinking about my lesson with Jaden yesterday. He was struggling at the golf course last weekend with those short shots. And I think a lot of people struggle with that because uh pitch shots, chip shots, it's, it's not it's not a you know a scale down of the full swing it's there's it's, no set size
1: swing for a pitch shot right it's all feel yeah and, and the only way you can find that feel is by doing it over and over and over again and for someone that doesn't
0: practice like him he can get it which he did that we were working on pitches which is his chips he did okay but pitching is more something that he takes it too far inside he thinks it's a mini full swing and i said no you gotta get that club up hinge as you go back and then turn the body through and then he finally started to get it but i know what's gonna happen he's not gonna touch a club again for the next week yeah he may hit some putts <laughs> on his putting green at home but and so we're gonna have to relearn it and you know the frustration isn't just something that he's gonna have, it's gonna be on, on our side too, as the instructors. We, we want them to be successful. Yeah. So practice is important, and routines are important, and you know, when the wheels start falling off on the golf course, like they do for everybody, it's usually you get thinking too much, or you get moving too fast because emotions are playing into it, but that's what routines are about. It keeps
1: you in check. Right. I feel like whenever any golfer really out on the golf course starts to struggle, they're always they always immediately go too technical with what's wrong, mm-hmm. uh, instead of like we were saying before, going back to just the basics mm-hmm. and just okay, something's wrong. Let's go all the way back to the basics and see if that fixes it. Fixes yeah. it before we get technical with ourselves, because once you start getting technical with yourself on the golf course, that round is over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I guarantee you, if somebody.
0: We've all got phones in our hands now. I guarantee you we'll start falling off. Prop your phone up on the on the back of the cart or on your bag or something and take a video of your next swing on the on the course. If it's a recreational round of course, and take it from down the line and face on and you can see that it's probably something with posture. You're lined up wrong. And and people don't get that. I mean, you get it, Jordan, I get it, but your alignment is
1: a massive thing. And people play that down, that it's not a big deal. Well, it is. Your alignment changes everything in the swing because your path depends on your alignment. Mm -hmm. So if your alignment is off, your path is gonna be off and you're not gonna hit the shot you want. Because your brain sees the target and tries to get that
0: club to, to go where it's supposed to go. But if your feet are pointing 50 yards to the right, 50 yards to the left, you're gonna have to make the
1: movements to try to correct it and it's gonna put you in an awful situation. So I've got a question for you Mm -hmm. we've been talking a lot about the grip aim and posture and setup what would be your go-to drill for grip aim setup? Well for grip I go back to one of the first
0: books my dad gave me the the entire book was full of illustrations remember those old books like Hogan's book five fundamentals Uh, this one was by Gabe Brewer and it had a bunch of visuals okay and for grip two things that, that most amateurs do wrong with the grip they don't identify where the V's and the V is just your pointer pointer finger and your thumb where when you put those onto the club those V's need to point just right of your chin or to over your right shoulder for, for right-handed golfers and the opposite for left-handed. And, you know, Brenton's a great example of this. She gets too much, her left hand too much underneath the club, or excuse me, her right hand too much underneath the club. So that's strong right hand that flips the club shut. At impact. You need those V's when you put them on the club one to go over the right shoulder for right-handed golfers but two they need to match up you can't get those v's going in opposite directions because that's recipe for disaster the other thing with the grip is how hard you're gripping the club you grip it too hard which a lot of people do it brings tension up the arms into the shoulders you get those rounded shoulders and it causes you can't get fluid through the swing so and i tell kids all the time and Brin laughs when I tell her this, but it's like you're holding a bird. This goes way back to the 40s and 50s, holding a bird not too, not too strong like you're going to choke him to death, and not too light that he flies away. That's the pressure you're looking for. So that's grip. I'm going to ask you this after we get done, and I'm probably stealing yours. But for alignment, I have to visualize railroad tracks. I struggle with alignment. Yep. Because people need an extra set of eyes. So your, your, your toe line, your knees, your hips, your shoulders need to be parallel left of your target line. And then what's the target line? The target line is an imaginary line that goes from behind the club face, through the club face, to your target. And the target, a lot of times, may not necessarily be the flag stick or the 150-yard marker, okay? So you have to have that line, the target line, and your toe line parallel. If they get out of whack, just like with the grips, the V's on the grip, that that causes a lot of problems. Right. And then posture. Posture is easy. You just stand with your feet together, okay. Then spread them out shoulder width apart. Bend forward from the hips, okay. Not from the upper part of the chest. The chest has to stay high. So you're bending forward from the hips. And again, everybody struggles. I struggle with this because of physical fitness it's not there i'm a big boy so you know those types of things are factors right so that's the basics
1: for me how i try to present yeah. them to people no, i i completely agree i mean um i'll go with with the grip i completely agree um i kind of learn more so more the the back ear your right ear the right ear mm-hmm. um where your V's are going to point point. Um, And it's also, like you said, where the grip is in your hands. Uh, The left hand, you normally want it in the pads of your hands. And Mm -hmm. in in the right hand, it's in the fingers. Because what a lot of people don't understand is when you're swinging the golf club, a lot of the work is done with your non-dominant hand. Right. So for a righty golfer, it's the glove hand, the left hand. Mm -hmm. The right hand's really just there to guide the club. Right. Um, And that's something that a lot of our kids don't really understand either and that we've been trying to really push recently um, and it seems to have been helping um, but as far as alignment I completely agree with the railroad track because that's what helps me too and I, I constantly struggle with alignment um, mm-hmm. it's not always with my, my feet a lot of times it might be my shoulders compared to my feet um, so what I, I tend to do is I tend to actually step back behind the ball mm-hmm. pick see my target and I draw a line back like you said and I pick something a little closer to where my ball is and I like to line up my club to that target and then set my feet. Okay. Um I yeah. kind of do it backwards, but it's it's what helps me the most. That way I know my club is aiming at the target I want it to. Now I just have to make my feet parallel to that club. Right. And then make sure my shoulders and hips are also parallel as well. Now,
0: and when you say that and when I was talking about alignment too, that's for your standard stock straight shot. Right. Obviously, we know setup plays a big
1: part, and if you're trying to work the ball one way or the other. Right, okay. Yep. What's your uh, posture? Uh, for posture, it's it's really the same. I, I tend to get set, I stand up, and I, if I have to, I take a club or a stick and just push my hips back a little bit. And that seems to really help with the kids, because when you tell the kids to get in their posture, they, they immediately bend from the chest. Yep. Uh, so a lot of times, it's just having them work on taking that club, pushing back on their hips. And then also working on a turn drill so that they can stay in that posture. Right. Um, because a lot of kids tend, they'll get in that posture, but as soon as they start bringing that club easy. back, yep. they stand straight up. Yep. And they wonder why they're hitting the, a chunk or they're hitting a thin. And all it takes is taking a quick video of their swing and showing them, and they're like, whoa, I stood way up. Mm-hmm. And then it's easy for them to start working on staying through the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's funny. It always goes back to the grip aiming setup, but every time that you do go back to it, our students immediately get a lot happier because they start hitting the ball well again, and they and they smile and they laugh and they won't look at you
0: because <laughs> they can't let you know you were right. Right, of course. Um, and then if it's a parent trying to fix that, forget it. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, people people ask why my kids don't play golf because they're my kids, <laughs> right? And dads tried to teach them how to play golf, so I know how that parent child thing goes. Um, but yeah I mean it always goes back to fundamentals the pros and I try to tell this to our you know the kids I work with the same thing the pros always go back to fundamentals too so usually alignment usually alignments the big thing that they that they struggle with Posture's a big thing you always you know where the club is going back Justin Thomas does that quite a bit where he's checking his position halfway back and seeing where the club is and uh, especially for the shorter shots. I'm seeing that a lot with the with the wedges. Right. Because they hit a lot of wedges in a round. And, that they do. And that, that's their scoring. I mean, that's where they're winning tournaments is, is those shots. So they'll go two or three waggles going back and checking where the position of that club is. But I'm sure they're looking down at their toes and their knees and trying to get a good feel of where everything is in alignment. And right.
1: it's, again, just basics that's all it really is And something we tell the kids quite a bit too is when we are working on these things and they go that that's uncomfortable good because mm-hmm. if it's uncomfortable it means we're changing something right and if it's not uncomfortable then are we really changing anything because if they're comfortable they're just going to keep doing that comfortable swing mm-hmm. so it's, it's getting them out of their comfort zone and showing them that sometimes you have to get out of that comfort zone to get better mm-hmm and, and again, I've just said a few seconds
0: ago, but the the pros will agree. They'll they'll say the same things. They they get comfortable with something that may not technically be right, and they struggle for a couple weeks until they you know re refine that the proper fundamentals again. Right. So I I don't know if if you have any. You know. Quick final thoughts for the average golfer that's listening
1: or for any kids that are tuning in? Uh, I would just, obviously we focused a lot on the, the grip, aim, and setup today. So if you're looking to practice, just go out and work on that, whether it's on your full swing, your putting, your chipping, your pitching. Focus on your grip, aim, and setup first, mm-hmm. and then work from there. Yeah, and use video. Use your phones. Record there, there's, much there's always somebody around the course if you're you're out there practicing alone ask that's the person next to you on the range quick can, hey can you take a video of my swing real quick mm-hmm. most most people out there have no problem
0: and there's a lot of products out there too now that you can get you know holders that clip onto an alignment stick you can just stick the alignment stick in the ground and your phone's held on that on that alignment stick you can prop it up against the cart up against your bag um, and you want it. You want to get, like I said earlier, you want to get into that mindset of knowing what your tendencies are. I know what my tendencies are,
1: and I don't practice or play very much, but I know what my tendencies are. You know what you are. Just as we were out on the range, I get a little quick, and that changes my swing completely. I mm-hmm. have to, I have to make sure that I'm working on my tempo, and keeping a nice smooth tempo. Every time I keep that tempo, I make great contact.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, and it shows in my scoring every time. So golf is hard. Golf is hard indeed. But it can
0: be... A lot of fun. Yeah. And it can be easy if you just know what to look for and know what to practice and keep keep your head on your shoulders too. Don't get too worked up
1: because it is a game. My dad used to always have a saying. <laughs> a, a bad day on the golf course is always better than any day at work. This is true unless you do golf for a living. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Didn't think about it until... Start
0: doing, but a bit. For, but for most people where it's a recreational thing, that absolutely is a great thing to to take into into account. All right, so jo- Jordan, thank you, thank you, Coach Brendan. It's been a pleasure as always. Yep, and we'll. we'll uh, if you got any questions, and I really want to try to push this out there more. I uh, the last episode I talked about our Facebook page that I was going to start. It's up. Uh, not too much content. Our Instagram. I'm trying to put some funny. You know memes and stuff out there to get people engaged with people but definitely if you have questions for us um, give us shoot us an email love of at gmail.com uh, insert direct message us on Instagram um, send us a message on our Facebook
1: page love of the links um, yeah we'd love to hear from you thanks again guys see you next time thank you